My name is Devin Bravaco, co-founder of Just Divine Properties, and if you want to learn to design your best life and have the courage to live it, you should be listening to the More Than Corporate podcast with my good friend, Amber Furman. Welcome to the More Than Corporate podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, you've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. Devin, thank you so much for coming on the show with me today. I really appreciate it. I'm so happy to be here. Looking forward to our conversation. Me too. And this has been forever in the making. I feel like we had dates and then reschedules on both of us and then technical issues. And now like the universe is finally aligning for this amazing conversation. I know it's so true. I know it's like we went back and forth a million times and it's just been like leading up to it. So I'm really excited and looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Patience, right? Patience is a virtue for sure. Let's go back to like little Devin, like 12, 13, 14. What did you think your life was going to look like when you were growing up? That's such a great question. Uh, what did I think my life was looking like then? Um, I always wanted to be an event planner and I always thought that I was going to do like some kind of flashy thing. I was obsessed with David Tatera. I was obsessed with like anything volunteering, uh, sports, like the volunteer sports programs. Um, I was obsessed with all of those. And so I feel like I was like that kid who watched David Zatera on repeat. And I was like, I'm going to be this wedding planner. I'm going to plan all these big events. I'm going to travel <laughs> the world, do all these different things. Uh, and so like, it was always like that flashy dream for me. I think growing up in New Jersey, um, my dream was always to work in, in, in New York city. And so I just had my kind of like eye out there and just kept going, I guess, even from like a young age, my first event was honestly when I was five years old. So you're throwing events at the age of five. What does that look like? I'm trying to wrap my head around because I know what I was doing at five and it yeah. wasn't coordinating anything. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. So my grandma, um, I, I, my, my mom and my grandma both, I mean, they obviously are, they, they were just so much alike and they, they just like let you like imagine and, and do whatever you wanted with your hands and just kind of like your, like the world, the world is your oyster. They were just so great with that. And so I had like this dream of planning a wedding in our backyard. And so my grandma, God bless her, she literally made like a, it was like one of like the kids communion dresses was like the bridal gown. And then she literally made a groom's suit. I don't even remember who got married to be honest. Well, I remember the groom. I don't remember who the bride was. Uh, and I made like a menu, me and my mom made like what the food was going to be. And we invited like neighbors like over and it was like a mock wedding, obviously. And it was just like fun. And I loved weddings from like a very young age for some reason. They've always been like, they've always had like a special place like in my heart. And I just loved, love and loved like the flashiness of it um, and the beauty of it. So 
I don't know. That was our first one that we did though. <laughs> so. That's amazing. I, um, it, it's so foreign to me to think of that. So I'm a little speechless, which everybody who's listening to this is like, finally, but, um, Devin, come on more often, make her speak. <laughs> um, you have this be- dream of being an event planner. You always love events and, you know, this idea of marketing and event planning kind of weaves through a lot of what you do. When did the shift come towards um, real estate? When did that passion start for you? Yeah, so it's it's so interesting because like, I guess I didn't really realize. So like when I got into my corporate job in Manhattan, you know, I was doing corporate event planning and I had never wanted to be in corporate. Uh, I never wanted, I, I was in a financial firm. I am the worst person at math. Like I can't add, multiply. I like, I need a calculator for everything. I And so when... I was in financial. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like someone has this wrong. Like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. Uh, but honestly, it was like such a blessing in disguise in so many different ways. I learned so much. Um, I met such an amazing amount of people there and I loved it for a while, honestly, until I, I, I met my fiance. And then he kind of made me realize like, like this isn't normal. Like you're being treated not in the best way it just, it just didn't work. And so I, it kind of, he opened my eyes to like being like, okay, this is maybe not normal, but let's keep going kind of deal. And so kept going for a while. Then I was getting like more and more kind of unhappy. And I was realizing like, maybe this isn't what I want to do. Maybe like I should be doing something else. You know, we always talk about these concepts, investing in yourself, failing forward. And we talk about them like, so we're on the other side, we're comfortable with them, right? But there was a point in time where they were just so awful to think about. Can you go back to where you were just starting and think of one of the like hardest things for you in taking that first step? I mean, I can list a million things, but yes, I mean, it's all what led us like to where we are today, thankfully. And I don't regret any of those things. I think, you know, going back to kind of where it all started. I grew up in um, a household that like my parents are both individually amazing. I, they love me unconditionally. My mom is literally my best friend. Like I love her to death. And, you know, my parents didn't have the best relationship with each other. Um, So I learned like communication and I learned, you know, trusting in certain people and, and, you know, going along with that. And then I feel like at an early age, I kind of trusted too much. And so I know that that goes like loosely. And so, you know, then I was, I was sexually abused. I was, you know, sexually assaulted and at a young age. And, you know, I was just leaving high school, going into college and I was trying to figure out like who I was. And so I think then like my trust issues kind of immersed and continued and, um, it kind of just like, I think it, it hurt me for a really long time. And I didn't know it because I kind of buried it. And then I like kind of, you know, every relationship I was going into was a failed relationship was a broken relationship. I shouldn't have been that with with that person, you know, and then I really gave myself a year and (laughs) it was like, I'm not dating anybody. I'm not going to do anything. Like, I'm just going to enjoy like myself and work on myself. And so I invested a lot in like therapy and a lot in like coaching and like trying to work on myself. And so it's funny because literally a year to almost the day was when Justin and I started dating. And so it's like, I gave myself that year. I felt like I was like, 
I loved myself again and I valued and was worthy of myself, you know, and then it goes into the next part of our journey. And so Justin and I got together, we got engaged after nine months of dating, you know, everything was life and dandy. And then, you know, Justin came to me that he had a drinking problem. And I was like, okay, like, what does that mean? I don't know any of this. And so then it was like, then I was kind of on his journey, but obviously, you know, being his partner, I was with him in it, but not like I wasn't him. And so then it was like figuring out when he did, you know, when, when things went really sideways and he hit his, you know, his, his, his bottom, it was like trying to figure out how to get him treatment, then trying to keep my, my mind sane and like keeping my own sanity and like finding the support that I needed. And that's really when I, I think that I, you know, I, I don't want to use him as like, I'm grateful for his, you know, his hardships, but I feel like that was like a time, like I found my God, I found my spirituality. I found like my inner self that I feel like wasn't fully there. And so even though I loved myself, I was able to kind of dive in deeper. I found like a community that really supported me. I saw all the people that said that they were my best friends completely walk out of my life and haven't talked to them since. And so it's like, you're kind of weeding through the bad to get to the good. And is it easy? No, it's so hard. It was like impossible. It was torturous. I cried more than I laughed. Like it was a really, really gruesome and hard experience. And I don't wish it upon anybody, but I'm, I'm really grateful for going through that one with Justin, because like, I, I feel like we're stronger together because of it. And two, I'm just grateful that he's healthy and that he, you know, realized that he needed help. So long answer to answer your, your question basically is like, you kind of have to make it to like your knees and figure out like, what's next? Like, what am I going to do? Like, how do I get to the next step? And it really took that. And, and then being in our, our corporate jobs, both of us being like, why are we doing this? Like, we are answering to people that like, don't respect us, don't, like talk to us, like, you know, we're nothing. And then we're supposed to like bend over backwards and then we're not even seeing each other because we're, I'm flying all over the country constantly. And yeah, we're both making great salaries, but there was more to life and, and we knew that and we, we just had to find that. Yeah, um, there's so much amazing stuff in what you just said. And first of all, I wanna say thank you so much for being so vulnerable and open. Um, it's so amazing to be able to share these moments with people who are just starting this journey and are going through so many of the same things that you just mentioned and they feel so alone. And so being able to share with them that they're not alone. So I just want to say thank you for that. That takes a lot of strength and courage. One of the things that really stuck out at me is being grateful for the hardships. And I, so do you have a gratitude practice in general? Like, are you, is that an important part of your day and entrepreneurship journey? Yeah. I mean, I, so yes and no. I mean, yes, I used to actually have like a grateful journal and every day I would write 10 things that I was grateful for, especially when I was really at my lows. Like my friend, actually, one of my best friends would text me every day and say, like, tell me five things that you're grateful for today, because I was just in such a bad place. And like some days I was like, I'm grateful that I had soup for lunch. Like, you know, and, and she'd be like, okay, like, I'm proud of you. Like you found like the, the, the small treasures, you know? Um, so I used to have that. I, I do still kind of add into it, but now like, I feel like my, 
my gratitude is more so like I do yoga every day. I meditate. I try to just kind of like I read every day. I've been doing 75 hard, so I work out twice a day. And I, I like, I think a lot of like my gratitude comes through like those different practices. And it's like, just being with like my inner self and like being present in the moment, moment, finding like my center, finding my gravity and just being grateful for the people that I have, <clears throat> excuse me, have surrounding me. And yeah. So many people support me. And even those that left, like I'm grateful that they left because they were part of my story. Yeah. I, I'm glad that that was your answer because one of the points that I always make to people is that a gratitude practice isn't always and and really isn't ever just writing stuff down in a journal, right? It's the thought, it's the introspection that goes on when you do those things. And, you know, I, I took me a while to learn this because I was like, okay, I got to do my gratitude practice. I got to get my journal in. And then I realized like the, the hour I spend with my dog park or with my dog at the dog park, watching the sunrise, like the, the life moments that you take to be grateful for, you don't need to always go write those down in a journal for that to be a gratitude practice. Like that becomes your gratitude practice. So I love that you said that. Um, I was in a clubhouse room recently and we were talking about gratitude. And, and this is why I asked you this question, because one of the people said, you know, I'm grateful for all of my hardships because they taught me lessons I needed to learn. And when you were saying, you know, I don't want to make it seem like I'm grateful for what he went through. The other side of that is we can't have the lessons if we're not grateful for what we went through. A hundred percent. I mean, I literally have goosebumps as you're talking, like it's, it's so true. And it's so it's so hard to figure out. And you know, like, it's like when people tell you, like, when you know, you know, like about like a relationship, you're like, okay, great, cool thing. <laughs> it's like the same thing with like failure or, you know, hardships. It's like, you know, you got to go through those to, to really figure it out. And, and, and it doesn't like end, like, it's not like, okay, check the box. Like I went through a hardship. That's it. I'm done for my life. You know, <laughs> It's, you know, and I'm such like, I'm, I'm, you know, a, a planner. And so like I, in my head, like at first, like exactly what you were saying, like in my head, I was like, okay, I have to do my gratitude journal today. Like check, like, <laughs> you know, like I'm all about to do lists and checking off like, and, or crossing off like things when they're done. Like I'm like that, like that personality that it, like I thrive off of it. And so really and like I have to say like Justin is so good at like just letting like the moment happen and like appreciating the moment and I'm always the person that's like on my phone like I have to answer the email the second I get it or like all these things and and he's always like put your phone away like enjoy like this moment and you know he's really helped me appreciate those moments and like I mean like you said dog parks like I, honestly like my dog is like my best friend I love him so much and it's it really is like I, I try to take like every time each day just to play with him and like see like how excited he gets. He's a dog. And yeah. I'm like, you're just appreciating life so much. And I'm sitting here on my phone, like just enjoy him or like he's excited to see you when you walk in and you're, you know, trying to quickly do something or have to get somewhere. And I'm like, just say hi to him. Like he's wagging his little butt, like, <laughs> you know? And so it's really just like, appreciate those moments and don't let them slip away. Cause that's, that's the happiness in it all. 
Yeah, 100%. And it's so interesting that you used your dog as an example. Before we go into that, um, what kind of dog do you have? This is the most important question of the episode. Obviously. Uh, he is a golden doodle. He's four years old and his name is Macaroni and he is literally my best friend. What? You have a dog named Macaroni. That's the best thing I've heard all day. I do. Justin surprised me and I'm because I'm overbearing. I was like, I couldn't deal with the surprise. So I knew it was happening. He's like, why can't you just let it happen? (laughs) He he got, uh, he surprised me and we got a dog for my birthday four years ago. And yes, I wanted to name him a pasta and so I was like, linguine, ravioli. And Justin's like, no. So he came up with macaroni and it's perfect for him. It is perfect, cool. especially for that golden doodle look. So um, it's, it's interesting that you used your dog as an example, because I was at the dog park oh, probably like two weeks ago. And um, I was watching my puppy and my puppy's eight months old and she just wiggles her way up to everyone right and she has to go say hi to everyone and she's like so excited and we're walking around the park and she's like going from person to person just getting her loves in and like so excited and this car pulls in and I hear this dog just going crazy from the car because they're so excited to be there. And I thought the same thing. So I actually did a Facebook live that day. And I was like, what gives you the puppy wiggles? Like, what are the very simple things that our dogs say, you know what, this is the best thing ever. This is the best day of my life. And we're like, dude, it's just a sunrise. It's so, it's so true you tell yourselves like, you, or I'm my worst enemy. Like I'll tell myself all these negative things. And I'm like, no, like, you are worthy of this. You are worthy. You know, you, you are deserving. You work hard, like be confident. Like, and, and it's like, sometimes like you just need that reassurance by yourself, even just like looking in a mirror. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, so one of the things that you said is something that's really, I think is super important. And I want to get you to dig into this a little bit more. And you talked about your best friends that walked out of your life. And I, I think that this is something that we all as humans deal with so much as we grow of dealing with the, the loss of people who aren't able to or ready to grow with us. Can you talk about what that was like for you? It was devastating and so hard. And what's interesting is so, so just, so I didn't tell I didn't tell people that Justin had an issue because that was between us and he, you know, opened up and and shared that confidence there with all of my friends from home that I felt very judged by. And I don't know if they didn't want me to be with him. You know, I had several conversations with some of them that said like, is this really for you? Like, are you really supposed to be with him? And like, at that point I was like, you know, for better, for worse. I was just like in that mindset, like, this is just a journey. Like I was thinking too, like if I was married to this guy, like, would I walk, like, would I divorce him because this? No. Like, and that was like the same, like I was in that mindset, like this is the partner that I chose. I don't care what he goes through because there's going to be one day that I go through something as well. And like, I feel horrible that he's going through this. Like, why would I leave him because of that? You know, I give him so much credit for for acknowledging it. So with all of that being said, I actually, 
from the last day that I, the, the, the day that I canceled my bachelorette party and texted the girls saying like, I need time to figure everything out and focus on like us and me and him. And I actually haven't talked to them since. And oh my gosh. I mean, we were friends, like some of us friends from since preschool that you have to go through it. You have to feel all the feelings. You have to feel angry. You have to feel sad. You have to feel ha- feel happy. And, you know, I look back on it now and thankfully Justin's three and a half years sober. We're still together. We have a business together. I'm happier now than I've ever been in my life. You know, Justin and I have a real, real relationship and I'm, I'm really true to myself. And every decision that I make now is because of who I am and who I want to become. And so it's not like- that. Thank you. And it's, it's, you know, I'm, I mean it from the heart. Like I, I really, I only put myself in situations that I know is like my morals, my habits, my, like my vision. I'm not saying just because it's a good look or it'll give me opportunities. Like I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. Like I am me and this is who I am. I'm going to say to myself. That's so amazing. And so many emotions come up because I know exactly what that feels like. And I think that there are so many people out there who do, um, for a long time, I, I, do you, do you like music? Are you as big of a music nerd as I am? I, I love music. I'm like okay. horrible with like okay. people, but I know. Music. <laughs> okay. So, um, I find that as I grow, obviously the music that I relate to changes and oh, yeah. there's like, these songs that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like my song right now. This describes me. And then you listen to it a little bit later and you're like, I don't even know if I like that. Right. And one of those songs for me is, um, this is me from the greatest showman. Mm -hmm. And I remember like the first time I heard that song, I was in such a spot, like you just mentioned where I didn't, know if I could walk away from people who couldn't grow with me. I didn't know that I deserved to have this amazing life that I wanted. I didn't know that I deserved to let my individuality shine. Like I I didn't know I deserved all those things. And then like you hear this song about misfits. And I think that that describes the entrepreneurial community so much, like all these people who just don't fit into another box. Um, and just embracing that. And I remember like listening to that song and I would just blast it up. And then I grew and I started to like love myself. And I started to really just grow into who I'm meant to be. And I hear that song and I still love it, but there's no emotional connection to it anymore. And it's so amazing to me how you can like actually identify those moments when you pay attention to what's important to you throughout your story. A hundred percent. It's so true. And it's like some of those, like so, there's certain songs that like will still make me cry. Cause it reminds me of like certain moments in life and how I felt at that time. And it is, it's, it's, it's powerful how you can connect to, to music in, in a way that it, it's like undescribable sometimes. Agreed. Agreed. So for that person out there who, and I, you said it best earlier when you said, you know, there's really no there's no easy way through this, but to that person out there, who's kind of in the beginning of this journey where they're faced with this crossroads of, if I do this, I know this is right for me, but I'm going to lose some people in my life. What is your advice to them on how to just put their head down and, and move forward? 
honestly, love yourself and just stay true to who you are and just keep pushing. Like, even if there's, you know, you're always going to have naysayers out there. You're always going to have people telling you that you can't do something or you're never going to be what you think you're going to be. But like, you need those people to kind of motivate you because like, don't take those as like, like burying you or pushing you down. Like take that as motivation to say like, oh, I'm going to be even more than I think I'm going to be. And just keep pushing. And it's, you know, it's hard. Like there's certain days that I'm like, oh my God, is this the journey for me? And then there's other days that I'm like, I am so insanely grateful for everything and for where I'm at and where my two feet are today. And it's just, just be true to yourself, be who you want to be. And, you know, I'm like, keep reading. Like I read, I read so much, like keep reading and and work on your mindset, your mindset. I mean, I love like even just behind you, like it, it says mindset and it's like, you know, just like, that's the biggest thing you need to work on your mindset, make sure that that's strong and that you can keep that strength because you need that because there's some days that it's just horrible. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely um, agree with you on that. And thanks for thanks for pointing out my my stuff behind me. I, I feel like the three things that I have behind me, and when I sway, like I wanted to put them in a way that I could see everything, but I just couldn't make it happen. So when I move this way, you have yes. success over ah. here, right? And mindset over here. But the top is my favorite, and I think that this goes for everything. And it says, "I'm too worried about my own grass to wonder if yours is greener." And I think that that fits into exactly what we're talking about. Like, I appreciate your opinion. I appreciate that giving people the benefit of the doubt, you care enough about me to try to tell me that this path is not for me. And I also need you to respect that you're wrong and, and maybe you're not wrong, but I need to figure that out on my own. Exactly. And I think it like kind of goes to like what, like behind you, like define success. Like what is success? You know, everyone has a different answer to it. And so for a long time, again, going back to the planner in me, I was like checking it off. Like, okay, am I going to be successful? What, what does success mean to me? Okay. Check, you know, or like, it's like, oh, I'm not here yet. Like I'm not succeeding. I'm not doing well. And you know, it's, it's small things that you really have to appreciate you know, it's as little as like we ran into an agent the other day at one of our properties and they were like, oh, what, you know, like kind of like, why are you in this house? And we're like, oh, we're the owners. Like, sorry, we just needed to check on something. And, and she's like, oh, okay. And then she came back. She's like, oh, like, who are you guys? And we're like, oh, we're Justin and Devin from Just Divine Properties. They're like, oh my God, we know you. And we're like, you do. And <laughs> like, <laughs> even just like that, like, it's, it's cool to hear, like, you know, and, and, it really is like define success. Like, is it money? Is it time? Is it, you know, whatever it is. And I just look at like right now, my life compared to when I was like, even just last year or the year before or anything, like I just look at myself and I'm so much happier and, and I'm truly myself versus something I was trying to be. And so that to me is like success and I'm happy, you know, yeah, of course I have a million goals that I want to hit, but like, that to me, just, I I'm, I'm grateful for. Oh my gosh. So I love it when, um, my guests like read my mind because that was literally my next question for you was bringing this into the success element. So I absolutely love that you went down that path and that you defined success, um, for yourself. My question for you is 
How has that definition changed for you? Has that always been your definition of success or have you know, <laughs> I see you shaking your head. You're like, no, it has not. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a great question because I think in the beginning, like success to me was money. You know, it was like being, you know, obviously Justin and I went into this to be financially free and to be able to do what we wanted when we wanted and be around the people that we wanted to be around and just not have that stress over top of us. And so, I mean, still, obviously that's a goal to be financially free. Um, but at the same time, like success then was like money, like make a certain amount a year. You know, my dad is very much like, I'm like, Oh, we bought another house. He's like, Oh, great. How much is that one? You know? And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, you don't see like the potential in it. Like, let's talk about, you know, or then it's like, you know, with selling a house, like, the contract can fall through at any second. And so I'm like, oh, like we accepted an offer. He's like, great. And then like a week later, I'm like, oh, it fell through, but we accepted another offer. And maybe it's like $5,000 less than what the other one was. And he's like, oh, well, it's like a shame the other one didn't go through. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> you know, and so I'm always like, can you please be positive? Like, come on. And so like, I think like years ago, like success to me was more about money. And now success to me is more about like happiness and being able to do what I want to do and knowing that I have the capability for my own success and my own happiness and the people I surround myself with and the the jobs that I accept or the houses that we buy or the houses we design or the homeowners we work with or you know there's so many different components and it's like that is on me to decide and to surround myself with the environment I want to be in. Yes. Surrounding yourself with the environment that you want to be on and being completely in control of that. I, I love that you brought that up. One of the things that I really um, stress to people is that, you know, defining your idea of success is amazing, but it's also this overreaching, like almost theoretical definition. And we can only get there if we break it down into tangible parts. So I want to go down this rabbit hole with you for just a minute, since this conversation has been so amazing and ask you like, when you get to the end of a day and you're laying down at night and you're ready to go to bed, when you look back on your day and say, this was a successful day, what does that day look like? That's a great question. Um, so I try to end my days actually with yoga and it's kind of like silly, but like last night I had a hard day. Um, there was, you know, nothing like, again, I'm a planner and nothing went to plan. And I was like, come on, I planned for this. Like, really? And, you know, it was just, it was frustrating. And, you know, I, I put a lot of my stresses on Justin and I, I mean, I feel for him. Um, I think he handled it really well and I appreciate him for it. No, is that right to do? Absolutely not. But I did it. Um, and so, you know, I was a little irritated at myself for kind of letting my anxieties go, you know, me put them on him. And then I felt bad for him, but then I also was annoyed that nothing worked out. And so I just had like all these emotions kind of going through my head yesterday. And so I took my yoga mat. I think it was like, I don't know, 11 PM. And I went upstairs and we have like this we started a tradition this year because I feel like Christmas trees are so beautiful and then they die and you're like, now what? <laughs> so we started a tradition this year of like winter trees. So after the Christmas tree is done and we get rid of it, you know, then we buy another tree and we just put lights on it 
and it's just like the smell of like a Christmas, like a, a not a Christmas tree, but the smell of a tree in the house and the lights are just so beautiful. And it just, I don't know, it just makes me like I, nature like settles me and brings me back to reality. And so I literally brought my yoga mat up to the, the, living room yesterday it's like 11 p.m and I'm like okay Devin just do it and it wasn't like my best practice you know it wasn't my like I wasn't as strong or you know whatever but like I was there and I was present on the mat and like I just like felt like with each movement like I was getting stronger more peace and I think then when I went back to put my head to my pillow. And then I act, I actually read on top of it just to kind of, you know, like I just, I just didn't feel okay going to bed at that time. And there's some days like, I'm like, just go to bed and tomorrow will be a different day. But like last night, like I just needed to like calm my mind and, and, and really be at peace. And so I was reading like a book on design and I'm like, this will motivate me, you know? And like, I calmed myself, did yoga, read that. And I went to bed like really happy. So you know, I think each day is different. So like what, like, I guess to answer your question, like it really, I think it's just really like, I have a lot of emotions. Like I'm a very sensitive person. I, I have a million emotions and, you know, God bless Justin for dealing with them all. <laughs> and like, there's some days that he just like looks at me and I'm like, I'm crying, but I'm happy. But like, I'm super, like it doesn't, <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not afraid to share my emotions or express them. But like some days, like, I don't know. It just happens. And so I guess like is digesting my emotions throughout the day. And like at the end of the day, just feeling like, okay, like I was true to myself. And even though maybe I didn't handle things correctly, like I did it and let's move on. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And it's so important because you mentioned something earlier that was like, sometimes I'm just like, just go to bed and tomorrow's going to be a different day. And anybody who's actually done that and then paid attention, tomorrow's not a different day. Like you wake up in the same mindset that you went to bed in. So if wow. you go to bed, like, oh my gosh, today was awful. Like if you go to bed saying, oh, you know, it just, it just sucked. I'll do better tomorrow. Like you have to get your mindset right before you go to bed because you will wake up in the same mindset. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And especially when you own your own business, like it's on you, you know, like, especially like building a business, like right now it's me, Justin, we have one woman who's amazing at a godsend, but she, you know, she works with us. We obviously have our full team surrounding us, but like a lot of it is on me and Justin and so like, you can't have like that negative mindset. You have to have to work on it. And, and like the day is, is yours, like make it what you want. And so like, if you're going to waste another day because you can't get your mind straight because like you're pouting over something that happened, you know, like you got to work on it. And I mean, I'm, you know, I was mad because yesterday, like I, I can't find where my UPS box is and like, <laughs> I don't understand where it is. Nobody really gets it. But like, you know, I was so mad. And is it ideal? You know, we're listing a house today. We're listing it as under construction, but like not, you know, I'm a perfectionist. I, I go back to, I'm a planner, like everything, check it off. Like this is installed. Like, let's get it to the best place possible to show it. And like, you know, I have to let go of some of that control 
especially with listing it as under construction. Like I have to be like, okay, Devin, it's not supposed to be perfect. It's under construction. (laughs) No, but like me and my mind, it's like, okay, where's that box? Because the plumber's there this morning. He's supposed to install these things. And then the plumber calls me this morning and I'm like, I don't know where the box is. Like, so anyway, it's just more, you gotta like, you kind of have to laugh. And as much as it, yes. as much as it stinks sometimes. And I, I mean, listen, I was laughing and crying yesterday all within like minutes. So like, you just gotta, you just gotta keep going. <laughs> you do. I love that so much. Um, I was just thinking as you were talking that like, we, I, uh, I don't know about you. I used to laugh at my grandparents all the time when they would be like, don't go to bed angry. I'm like, have you, have you met the person? Like how, how am I not supposed to go to bed angry? But the idea, like it, it makes sense, you know, like deal with your shit before you go to bed. So you can wake up refreshed the next morning. It does. It does. I will say like caveat to what you said there. I feel like relationships are a little bit different than the business because like there's certain days that Justin and I, I'm like, just, <laughs> we can't like, we'll figure it out tomorrow. And like, is that the right answer? No, but I feel like at that time, like either one of us are going to blow up on each other. So like, let's not have this fight. We'll talk tomorrow and it'll be much more calm. Um, so there's like that part. But business wise, like I do really try like, you know, and there's certain days too that like Justin will hold me accountable and be like, Dev, like your mind's been wandering so much lately. Like you need to fig, you need to like, like, it's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for us. Like, and and I'll do the same to him. Like I'm like certain days I'm like, come on, like what's going on, you know? And, and so to have that person that's accountable or, or like to tell you accountable sorry but like to tell you like hold you accountable that's yeah. where I was going but like to tell you like you need to fix yourself and you know I'm grateful that I have Justin it is hard to own a business with the same person that you're in a relationship with and so sometimes like we do need to have those boundaries to really like be able to hold our relationship together and make that thrive, but then also work on our business and make that thrive and, and to separate the two without it just being cloudy all the time. For sure. For sure. And, and I want to make a comment really quick about the relationship thing that you just said, because I think that there's a difference between like having a resolution and going to bed angry. So I think it's totally cool to be like, you know, this isn't the time. This isn't the place. Like we both need to chill. So we'll deal with this tomorrow and going to bed like you freaking asshole. Right. <laughs> like, like those are two different situations for sure. That, that is true. Very um, true. so <laughs> I've kind of been on this rant lately where people talk about failure. And I was, I was in a clubhouse room where everybody was talking about how amazing it was to fail. And we hear this all the time in the, in the entrepreneurial community, like you have to fail, you have to fail and they're not wrong. But what was missing from that conversation was any, any conversation about success. And I finally was like, I can't freaking take this anymore. And so I popped up and I said, how are we supposed to get closer to success if we're not thinking of success when we fail, right? So I think it's created this environment in the entrepreneurial space where we become so comfortable with failing that we think we're growing because we're failing and instead we're just in this like awful circle. So my question for you is how do you analyze your failures? Cause we all have them. How do you analyze your failures to make sure that you are learning what you need to learn from them to get you closer to success? 
I think um, a lot of it, you know, I keep going back to this, but a lot of it is like me being like the planner and liking like the processes and it's like, okay, where did we go wrong? Like what happened to get here and how do we make it so that we don't go there again? And, you know, we invested in our education at the beginning. And so a lot of like processes and systems and resources were sent to us. And it's funny, not, it's not funny, but it is because like anytime, like we really made a mistake, it's when we didn't follow the plan. We didn't follow the resources that were given to us. We didn't follow, like, we were like, oh, we got this. Like, (laughs) sorry, you worked in events in Manhattan doing completely different stuff now. Like you don't got this, like, you know, like you have, like you invested a lot of money for people to help you. And so, you know, it's like, I say, it's funny now in the time it really hurts and stings, but like, you have to like learn from your mistakes and move forward. And it's like, will I ever not have like this kind of contract signed? No, I won't because where did it get me last time? Didn't, didn't do really good, you know, or like, you know, I think the biggest thing that we've learned too, is like, we are, um, you know, not to be boastful, but like, we're great people. We're honest. We're true. We're true to ourselves. We care immensely about people. We care about our business. We care, like we care so much. And so a lot of the times, like, we'll have to kind of take a step back and be like, we don't need this person. Like if they're not part of our, our morals or our values, or they don't see the vision that we see, like there's other people out there that do, and we don't need this person. And as much as like, you know, starting a business, it's like, you kind of are like, okay, good. Like we, we have this person, like, let's go to the next person like who do we need you know uh it's it's more about finding the, the right fit and knowing that like it comes it comes in time and it comes with hard work um and just like don't give up <laughs> and don't bend just to morph to fit somebody else oh my gosh don't bend just to morph to fit someone else can we just like put that on an iconic piece of art and like put it on my wall behind me because i feel like so many people including myself need to hear that like don't bend unless that's what you want and then you're not bending you're pivoting and that's totally okay i love that so much thank you so much for that answer before we wrap up where can people find you if they want to continue this conversation, if they want to follow up with you for either real estate investing or just because you're an amazing human being? Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I am on LinkedIn at Devin Bravaco on um, our website, justdivineproperties.com. We are highly active on Instagram and Facebook at justdivineproperties.com. So feel free to reach out. Um, I love when people interact, honestly, like I get excited when people comment or like, you know, have feedback, good, bad. I don't care what it is. Like it makes, it makes me feel that people see our work and they are taking the time to look at it. So feel free to follow along, comment and um, yeah, excited. Yeah, I um, definitely agree with you. And I love that. The first time that I changed my podcast or outro to say, you know, I would love to hear from you and hear your thoughts on the episode, whether you agree or disagree. I got that like gut in my stomach. Like we're not taught to ask people to disagree with us. We're not taught to seek those, but that's the only way we grow. It's true. Yeah. And And it sucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> like it's awful, but it's amazing at the same time. Agreed. I love it. All right. So before we wrap up, I would love to end this with a quick little random round and let everybody get to know um, Devin as a person. You okay with that? Good. Let's go. Perfect. If you could do any profession other than what you're doing now, what do you think would be fun to attempt? I would, I want to help like volunteer, honestly, like help kids with cancer, help make the world a better place in different ways, like help people struggling see hope and just lift them up. Okay. So we're done. Like that, that's amazing. <laughs> um, it's so funny. Cause I get answers. Like I want to be an astronaut. Like I want to be, and you're like, I want to change the world. Like, yeah, you're amazing. <laughs> you're an amazing human. Um, if you could time travel, where would you go and why? Um, oh, on a secluded Island somewhere that nobody can find me <laughs> <laughs> with or without internet access. Without, without, otherwise my mind will wander. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. So you mentioned that you're an avid reader. Do you read physical books? Do you like audio books? What's your preference? Uh, physical reader. I can't do audio books. I like to hold like a book and really like feel it. Um, yeah, I've done one audio book cause it was only on audio. And at the end I was like, I can't, I can't do this again. <laughs> <laughs> so does All your right. mind wander when you read? Mine does. When I'm listening, my mind wanders so much. It does. And then I'm like, I have to go back and listen to it again. And then like, it's the also like my, it's on my phone, which I'm trying, like when I read, like I try to put my phone away. It didn't, it didn't work well for me. <laughs> yeah. I hear. Yeah. Um, so a book or resource that you think new entrepreneurs, um, should read mindset business-wise, whatever, what, what's a recommendation that you have? I mean, I feel like it's cliche. Um, so the first one is Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Like if you're trying to get into the industry, if you just want somebody to tell you anything that isn't what you hear every day and pushes your mind to think a little bit more in a different direction, I think that book is really, you know, that was the first, that was the gateway into real estate investing. Um, you know, I've, I've read um, any of Gary Vee's books, I think are amazing. Um, Jesse Itzler his like living with a monk, living with a seal. Like that guy is incredible. <laughs> it's so cool. We've met him a few times. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. He's incredible. Um, but anything that really just gets your mind out of being comfortable and, and really challenges you. I love it. All right. So we already determined that the most important question of this podcast is what kind of dog do you have? So the second most important question in this podcast is what's your pump up song? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'm like weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. I listen to like, I love like the old school, like any girl power kind of song. Like I'll put on like a playlist, like girl power or like, <laughs> I'll put on like even on the radio, like 106.7, like oldies that power you up. Um, that or like, I know it sounds like lame, but like I put on like worship music and will like belt my heart out to worship music. So I don't really have an, a straight answer, but those are like my three categories I go to, um, to kind of listen to just 
get me in the zone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So really quickly, um, I grew up in a very um, Mormon LDS town. And so the idea of worship music, like I never knew what this was, right? Because we did hymns and that was it. Like I had never heard of worship music. And then recently um, I left the church a long time ago. And recently I decided to get back active in a church, but I wasn't going to go back down that road. And I found this like non-denominational Christian like place. And they had like the true like worship band. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, how have I not known about this my entire life? And some of my favorite songs that I put on are worship music songs. And so I totally feel you there. Uh, there's like, and like, those are like the ones like bring you to the, your knees or I'm like crying in the car. Like, you know, it's like, there's sometimes like, I'm, I don't, there's sometimes I listen to podcasts in the car, but a lot of the times, honestly, it's worship music and it just makes you feel good. And you just want to like, lay it all out there and be like, I'm not in control. Somebody please help me because I don't got this figured out at all. <laughs> and, um, yeah. It's sometimes you just got to lay it out there. I love it. I love it. Devin, thank you so much for coming on with me. I really appreciate it. I have loved our conversation and thank you so, so much for sharing and being so vulnerable with our audience. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure and obviously love you and love what you're doing. So glad to be a part of your journey. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that's sounds like something that you're interested in the name of that facebook group is success center head over there request to join and i look forward to connecting with you soon